Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The local mayor in College Park, I'm Scott Gelman. Reaction coming into President Biden's decision to not defend the rewriting of D.C.'s criminal code, even though the White House insists the president is still for D.C. statehood. A final conviction in what's been a long and painful journey for local families. I'm Nick Ainelli. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. The high-profile South Carolina wife and son murder case ends with a very short jury deliberation. Our reports start with that jury's decision reported by CBS's Steve Futterman. It found Alec Murdoch guilty on all four counts, including two counts of murder. Here's CBS's Nikki Batiste at the courthouse. This was a case that the prosecution reiterated over and over again that Alec Murdoch is a liar. He lied about whether or not he was near the crime scene just before the murders. And then he said on the stand that he was, that he'd lied for a decade about financial crimes. He'd lied about an opioid addiction to his friends and his family. The case received nationwide attention as Murdoch from a prominent South Carolina family denied killing his wife Maggie and son Paul. Law professor Lori Levinson. They had a motive for him the opportunity and the evidence that he was offering just didn't make sense. Our weather watch tonight focuses on Texas and California, starting in the Lone Star State, where we're listening to hail. Just one part of a storm system that now has more than 280,000 utility customers, meaning a lot more people, in the dark. Hundreds of flights were canceled in Dallas, which also had tornado warnings, but those have expired. The storm also hit Louisiana and Arkansas, the same system that dumped huge amounts of snow in California, which expects to get some more. In Washington, the House Ethics Committee unanimously votes to investigate the Republican New York Congressman George Santos. He admits fabricating much of his life history and is the subject of numerous local, federal, and international investigations. A month after the Norfolk and Southern train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, officials of the railroad met there with skeptical, if not angry, residents. Every person that I've talked to that's reached out to me does not feel comfortable in their own home. They either have severe issues, reactions, their kids vomiting, nosebleeds, numbness in their mouth, numbness in their fingers. They have stomach cramping. They have diarrhea. The Centers for Disease Control reports a most unusual death in Florida. The CDC says the man died from a brain-eating amoeba last month after rinsing his sinuses with tap water. Experts are still investigating the death, but suspect an organism called Nagleria fowleri may have caused it. It's found in freshwater like lakes and rivers and your tap, which is why anytime you need to rinse your sinuses, the CDC says you should boil water and let it cool or use distilled water. But it insists people cannot get sick from drinking. Tap water. Monica Ricks, CBS News. In Los Angeles, the FBI is offering a $25,000 reward for suspects involved in a theft ring involving armored vehicles. This is CBS News. I'm in the newsroom now and just spoke with our assignment desk for an update on the investigation. On WUSA 9 News at 11, we continue to follow the latest developments on today's breaking news. Good evening. We begin the news at 11 tonight with breaking news with updates as they come in. This story just broke within the last 30 minutes. Our sources... The most up-to-the-minute information available. It was just a few hours ago that police were back in this neighborhood. Okay, we're just getting this text from police from the scene. They're covering breaking news stories from every angle. WUSA 9 News, weeknights at 11. WTOP at 1203. Good Friday morning, March 3rd, 2023. Welcome in. Partly to mostly cloudy, colder this overnight, early morning. 
Lows by daybreak, 30s and 40s is where we'll stand. We're at 55 in our nation's capital right now. And a good morning to you. We thank you for taking us along for your midnight hour ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you this morning as we hit the road together. A teenage boy is where we began dead this morning. Another in the hospital. All of this after they were shot near Upper Marlboro, Maryland, last night, Thursday night. Prince George's police say this morning it happened around 8.30 in the evening Thursday on Parkstone Drive near Richmond Run. Officers found one of the male teens dead at the scene. The other was taken to the hospital in stable condition. Homicide detectives are looking for a motive and suspects in the case this morning. They are asking anyone who has info to contact Prince George's County Police. 1204. Shockwaves roll through an area city this week. This, as news continues to spread this morning, that the now former mayor of College Park is being held without bond on child porn charges. It's disturbing uh, in so many ways. The investigation only started a couple of weeks ago, and now Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz says 47-year-old Patrick Wyon is charged with 40 counts of possession of child exploitative material and 16 counts of distribution of the same child exploitative material. Court documents describe horrific scenes involving young boys and say Wyon admitted to police that they existed on his devices. Police say more charges are likely to be filed in the future. In the time between when his home was searched on Tuesday and when he was arrested, Wyon resigned as the mayor of College Park. At Prince George's County Police Headquarters, John Dome and WTOP News. Now the College Park City Council held an emergency meeting last night, Thursday night, following the arrest and resignation of Mayor Patrick Wyon on possession of distribution of child pornography. Today has been a very difficult day for the residents, staff, and elected officials in College Park. Like our community, we are shocked and disturbed by the arrests and charges filed against the former mayor. That was Mayor Pro Tem Denise Mitchell. Mitchell will serve as the presiding officer until a new mayor is sworn in after a special election, which must be held within 65 days. The council voted to remove Wyon from all committees and boards. The City Board of Election Supervisors will meet later today, this Friday, to discuss a special election in this case. Wyon is expected in court for a hearing today to determine if he'll remain in custody or will receive bond for pretrial release. This is Scott Gelman. Here in College Park, the arrest of Mayor Patrick Wyon left residents stunned. Total shocked. Totally shocked. Real heavy on the cringe factor. I mean, this is just like too close to home. That's College Park resident Drake Allen. I mean, it doesn't happen around here, you know what I mean? Michael Weaver has lived in College Park for 20 years. The kids, you know, once in a while they break in and, you know, other people break in their rooms and stuff like that, but nothing like the, the mayor. In a statement, the city says, quote, we are shocked and disturbed by the news. What has come to light in this investigation is a total surprise to us. Outside City Hall in College Park, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Wyon is married to an employee of Hubbard Radio, Washington, D.C., which owns WTOP. WTOP News Time, 1206. President Biden says if a GOP-backed measure to stop D.C. from revising its criminal code makes it to his desk, he will sign it. This comes as a blow to D.C. leaders behind the rewriting of penalties and punishments for crimes in the district. Congresswoman Eleanor Holmes Norton, for her part, says it was a sad day, she thinks, for D.C. home rule and D.C. residents' right to self-governance, which she claimed President Biden himself highlighted in his administration's statement of administration policy issued mere weeks ago. 
D.C. Councilmember Charles Allen, who pushed for the criminal code revision, says that federal interference of D.C.'s crime bill is about manufacturing tough-on crime and will make D.C. less safe and fair. 28-year-old man charged with shooting and killing two in Fairfax County convicted for the second and final time. Johannes Nesebu faces life in prison when he's sentenced in June after a jury found him guilty of voluntary manslaughter in connection with the killing of Henoch Johannes in 2016. This is his second conviction as last year he was found guilty of first degree murder in the killing of Kidest Semena. Prosecutors say Nesebu killed both of those victims after a drug deal went bad then fled to Ethiopia. Fairfax County Commonwealth's attorney Steve Descano says it took a while to get him back here to face charges. This is a crime that happened seven years ago. This was a long and painful journey. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Good Friday morning, March 3rd, 2023. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 12.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Driving good weather on the gates and when it breaks... Good morning to Ian Crawford with us this early hour in the WTLP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We started Maryland trying to get onto the Bay Bridge. We're already doing single-file traffic on the D- Bay Bridge using only the eastbound span, one lane in each direction. But eastbounders had been stopped for about 20 minutes before you could even get onto the bridge for reasons yet to be made clear to us. We are rolling again, but still heavy delays. Eastbound 50, trying uh, getting past Cape St. Clair and trying to get onto the Legion Bridge. Again, single-file traffic on or the Legion Bridge, I should say, the Bay Bridge. Uh, and single-file traffic as you get to and from the shore. The rest of the 50 ride is good. BW Parkway, we've got issues. Northbound, we've already got guardrail work after 197, the right lane getting by. But then farther upstream, you're going to find the crash activity after Arundel Mills Boulevard. And at last report, traffic had been brought to a stop before you could get to Route 100. Again, no updates on this one. No cameras nearby. Tell us what you're seeing there or anywhere at 866-304-WTOP. Capitol Beltway, our Maryland work is done, but not so much in Virginia. The outer loop work after the George Washington Memorial Parkway with two left lanes getting by. Inner loop before I-66 down to a single right lane sluggishly past the work. 95 Virginia southbound, a real tough ride across the Occoquan River Bridge and through Woodbridge trying to get past the work. So Storm Team 4 near the Prince William Parkway with one right lane getting by. 66 outside the Beltway. Work after 123 was a left lane getting by. Again, near 29 Centerville, one to the left getting by. And then before 29, uh, before uh, exit 47 for Sudley Road, a right lane was getting by the crash activity. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 radar tracking rain, making its way across our area and it will be moving in and will become fairly heavy at times during the day periods of rain in the afternoon and then heavier rain in our evening hours so if you're heading out this evening make sure you take the coat and the umbrella as we make our way into the day on saturday a little bit better sunshine high temperatures in the mid 50s but rather breezy i'm storm team four chief meteorologist doug camera Right now, we are looking at 43 degrees in Chantilly, 52 pin quarter, 50 in Columbia. Route 50 straight up and holding in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Longfence. Save 15% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 1210. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. The median home selling price at the end of February was six-tenths of a percent lower than a year ago. That's the first annual decline since 2012. The electric vehicle startup Polster says it delivered 50,000 vehicles last year and expects to increase deliveries 60% this year. Resident doctors at George Washington University Hospital 
have filed to unionize, citing long hours and low pay. Nurses at GW Hospital may do the same. The Dow rallied 342 points Thursday. That was a 1% gain. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Overseas this morning, Asian stocks higher across the board this hour. The Nikkei up by 452 points. The Hang Seng is up 145. The Shanghai up 6 points. WTOP at 1212. Quick look at the top stories we're working on this Friday morning here on WTOP for you. Disgraced South Carolina attorney Alex Murdoch is found guilty of killing his wife and son to be sentenced later today. The mayor of College Park is being held without bond after being arrested for child porn. He's facing dozens of charges and has now resigned from office. Keep it here on WTOP for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. More news in 60 seconds. Your ring, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> Way to go, Dave. I know, I love it. He went to Dominion Jewelers where they asked him all the right questions about me and what kind of engagement ring I would like. Then they designed a custom, one-of-a-kind ring that was made just for me. I can't wait for my turn. I just hope my boyfriend knows to go to Dominion Jewelers. I'll make sure he will. Dominion Jewelers. We make it beautiful. You make it yours. DominionJewelers.com by appointment only. You're with WTOP, Dean Lane. When there's not enough coffee in all of Washington to get you going. You've got John and Michelle. Woo! Mornings on WTOP News. WTOP News Time, now 1213. This is WTOP News. Good morning. I'm Dean Blaine. Welcome in. A man was stabbed to death in the Pentworth Library in Northwest D.C. this week. Police say the victim was sitting at a computer when he was attacked. While some people did help stop the attacker, the victim died in the library. We have the knife. We have our uh, stabber in custody. Unfortunately, the person he was stabbing has been pronounced. D.C. police say the attack was targeted and that the two men did know each other. Both men were unhoused. The outdoor facilities around Silver Springs Northwood High School will be closed until further notice. This after the area was targeted by a hate group with flyers that contained anti-Semitic language and hate speech. The Washington Post reports this week the high school's administration calls this an outside hate group. The flyers were posted apparently at the same locations on athletic fields four times. A letter from the principal sent to the school community does not name the group, and we don't know what the flyers actually say. The closure starts on Saturday this weekend. Residents in East Palestine, Ohio, finally got their chance to confront representatives from the Norfolk Southern Rail Company during a town hall on Thursday. The EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, meantime ordering the rail company to expand its testing to include chemicals that stay in the environment longer. This morning, CBS News correspondent... Lana Zach was at the meeting and explains what happened inside. Once you heard the EPA start to say, can repeat those lines, that it's safe here, that's when you saw the, the members of the community there start to get really upset, say, you lie. At another point when the EPA said, we are going to hold Norfolk Southern responsible and make sure that they are fully cleaning up the contamination in the area, they've submitted their plan and we're going to make sure that they follow it. Meanwhile, Norfolk Southern will testify before a Senate hearing a week from now on next Thursday. The death toll has risen to at least 57 now after a terrible train crash in Greece this week. 
The head-on collision between two trains happened on Wednesday as a result of human error, according to police. The station master in the city, uh, who watches over the area of tracks where the crash happened, has been charged with man's words this morning on what the station master is being charged with. Close to 50 people were hurt in the crash. A Pennsylvania man will remain behind bars after the TSA make uh, make explosives found that literally in his suitcase they found explosives this week. 40-year-old Mark Muffley of Lansford checked a suitcase with explosive materials, fuses, and a lighter in his suitcase for a flight to Florida. He's accused of running out of airport, the airport when he heard his name paged. His lawyer says the construction worker only wanted to set fireworks off on a Florida beach. But the judge in the case says he knew the items were prohibited on the flight. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Life's better when we do things together, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near or with you. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. Learn more at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. WTOP at 1217. If you're thinking this fasting trend might be good for you, I'm here to tell you it's not. I'm Cooper Lawrence, health and wellness expert, and this is all well and good. Studies have been trying to tell you that this new fasting trend is not healthy for you and could lead to everything from headaches to early death. But now we have the first study to explain why. Apparently fasting, more specifically skipping breakfast, triggers a response in the brain that negatively affects immune cells. The study found that this knock to your immunity is one that's specifically linked to your ability to fight infection, but it's also linked to heart disease and to cancer. Yes, losing weight is important for your overall health, but fasting is undoing all of those benefits. I'm Cooper Lawrence, and this is All Well and Good. We have breaking news overnight. Every morning, Gail King, Tony DeCopel, and Nate Burleson bring you un biased original reporting. We begin with a destructive weather system. Another day, another exclusive CBS report. CBS Mornings, weekday mornings on CBS. It's Friday, March 3rd, 2023. Welcome in the midnight hour here at WTLP 1218, the time to be exact. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Over to Ian Crawford this morning in the WTLP Traffic Center. We start in Virginia this time, Dino. Southbound 95 still having kittens across the Occoquan River Bridge. No fun trying to get past this work zone. Single file right past the work, which is actually closer to exit 158 for the Prince William Parkway. After that, you are good. But before that, you may want to think about work uh, Route 1 as a workaround to try to get across the Occoquan and get past Woodbridge, rejoin at Dale City, and back southbound you go. No other issues pending currently southbound that we can see. Northbound is it's a smooth ride out of Fredericksburg. 66. Westbound is where the action is inside the beltway through the Roslyn Tunnel. Right lane getting by pretty effortlessly. There's additional work westbound 66 after 123 and again after 29 Centerville. In each case, your single file to the left. There was crash activity westbound 66 near Bull Run before you get to Sudley Road. And it was a right lane getting by at last report. May still be. No cameras here to help us out. 
After that, there's work after Sudley Road, and that's one to the left single file. Interloop of the Capitol Beltway, sluggish past the work zone near I-66, one to the right getting by. Outer loop work coming off the Legion Bridge heading past the George Washington Memorial Parkway. That'll be uh, two to the left to get by. Maryland, 90, 95 is quiet. BW Parkway, anything but the northbound work on the parkway after 197. Single right getting passage and make for 198. Then catch your breath because you got crash activity up ahead near Arundel Mills Boulevard. Now a right lane getting past the crash activity as you make your way toward Route 100 northbound on the BW Parkway. 50 across the Bay Bridge, whatever was gumming up the works eastbound has been cleared. Now it's single file traffic each direction across the Bay Bridge. One lane in each direction. Ian Crawford, WTLP Traffic. We've got rain on the radar, Storm Team 4, and weather alert as the rain is moving in with the cold as well. So not only will you need the umbrellas, you'll need the coats, too. As we make our way through the afternoon, we'll see a little bit of a reprieve from the rain, just some showers during the afternoon, but then heavier rain moving in on our Friday night. So if you're heading out Friday night, make sure you... Bundle up and keep that umbrella handy. Saturday, much better. High temperatures in the mid-50s, but still rather windy. On Sunday, we'll see high temperatures in the mid to upper 50s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 43 degrees this midnight hour. Friday morning, March 3rd, 43 at Fort Belvoir, 52, Foggy Bottom and Silver Spring. And if I can click here, I can tell you to see if anything has changed. We are looking at 48 degrees now in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, say 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Check them out. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. The time now is 1220. This is WTOP News. Metro this week reporting a post-COVID pandemic ridership record. 318,000 hopped on the Metro trains this week, Wednesday midweek, to get around the DMV. That's actually 5,500 more people than the previous post-pandemic high on October 12th. While up, though, the ridership numbers are still way down from pre-pandemic daily highs. Those hovered around 600,000 riders. Metro bus crashed into a jewelry store in Wheaton this week, hurting three. Montgomery County police say the bus rammed into the jewelry buyer's store off of Veers Mill Road after colliding with a minivan. Now, Metro police now say the driver of the van faces several charges in this case, including... An unsafe lane change. Police say the bus driver has minor injuries, as do two people who were inside the van at the time. We were promised a future full of flying cars, right? Well, the future's already here, sort of, with automakers and spending billions to develop self-driving cars these days. But how do people actually feel about autonomous cars? 68% of drivers indicated that they have a fear of self-driving vehicles. That number was up from 55% last year. Regina Ali with AAA Mid-Atlantic says there may be some confusion about what's out there. Since 1 in 10 in their survey believe they could buy a car today that would drive itself while they're asleep. Currently there's no such vehicle available for purchase that would allow someone to fully disengage. But drivers do like features like blind spot warnings and automatic emergency braking. Six in ten U.S. drivers would definitely or probably want these systems in their next car purchase. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. More student drivers these days are apparently failing their driving test in D.C. because they can't parallel park. The D.C. Department of Motor Vehicles added parallel parking back to its test back in 2021. 
And that said, failure rates up 10%, according to our news partners over at NBC4. The skill was removed from the test in 2009. Now, if you do fail, you have six more chances to retake the test before you will be forced to wait a year to try again. Keep that in mind. What's getting bigger in D.C. and smaller in Silver Spring? It's your apartment. A new study from Rent Cafe says over the last 10 years, the size of new apartments being built in Silver Spring has dropped by about 15% down to 780 square feet, the largest decrease in size nationwide found by the study. It also finds apartment sizes are dropping in Alexandria and Richmond. The trend is the opposite in D.C. with apartments growing by about 9 square feet. That's just 1%, but still bucks the national trend of smaller and smaller apartments being built. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with this message for veterans. Did you serve in the military? Veterans should take note of a new life insurance program called VA Life. The program provides guaranteed acceptance of whole life insurance coverage to veterans 80 and under with any level of service-connected disability. Some veterans 81 and older may also be eligible. Guaranteed acceptance is a whole life policy that doesn't require a medical exam or ask health questions. It also doesn't have a limited two-year window to sign up. Whole life insurance provides coverage for the life of the policyholder, provided that premiums are always paid. Premium rates are locked in for the life of the policy. For more information, go to benefits.va.gov slash insurance. I'm Mike Richmond. Good Friday morning, March 3rd. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 1225. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At our first midnight hit with Mr. Rob Woodford. The Wizards beat the Raptors 119-108 in the first of consecutive games between these two playoff contenders at Capital One Arena. Kyle Kuzma set the pace, scoring the game's first 10 points on his way to a game-high 30, telling NBC Sports Washington. This is probably the biggest game of the year. We just followed our game plan to a tee. We knew what they wanted to do offensively. We had a great, great uh, game plan. We stuck to it. Everybody was in their strengths, helping each other on the string, and it really propelled us to get this victory. So did the return of Kristaps Porzingis from a two-game absence to score 25 points and help the Wiz get their first home win over the Raptors in five years. In the Patriot League tournament, American erased an early 11-point deficit in Annapolis. They stunned Navy 52-51 and advanced to the semifinal Sunday. Senior day at Howard went very well. The Bison cruised to an 87-67 victory over Norfolk State to win the MEAC regular season title for the first time since 1987. And the Howard women never trailed the Spartans in a 60-55 victory to cap a winning season and a 10-4 conference mark. Longtime NFL referee Jerome Boger is retiring after 19 seasons as an official. Among his career highlights, he refereed Super Bowl 47. That Ravens win over the 49ers interrupted by a Superdome power outage. And he led the NFL's first all-black officiating crew in 2020. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can